Good afternoon, and we are back. I am Shawnee, and welcome to the Shawnee View, designed for happy life, engineered to last. The purpose of my podcast is to exemplify dreams and goals and how to achieve them through self-motivation and inspiration from others. There's a saying, give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Teach a man a fish and you feed him for a lifetime. This week's episode, I am proud to present to you The Pain Body Part 2. Last week, we scratched the surface of what the pain body is. This week, we will go deeper into how it correlates with the ego. Then, I'll explain that you can transmute the pain body by being present. I hope you did a little bit of your own research to get a better understanding of last week's episode, but if not, hopefully this episode will still be of some type of help. I'm just going to jump right in. Alright, so you have the pain body, which we now know is a false self that pretends to be you, and it has an addiction to unhappiness. It gets its energy by feeding on negative memories or thoughts. The ego is the pain body's energy charge. Whatever you identify with turns into ego. And the stronger you identify with ego, the more meaning you give to form. I hope hope you're following along with this. (laughs) You'll find that affluent individuals are most stuck in ego. That brings to mind the story from the Bible where the man asked Jesus, how could he enter the kingdom of God? And Jesus responded, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Whether the eye of a needle is referring to a small physical location or the actual eye of a needle that you thread with, the point is that giving form sets limitations. I'm not telling anyone to go out and get rid of all of their possessions and material gain. Side note, I have to say that because when a lot of people get into spiritual enlightening teachings, they get rid of their belongings only to find that they're still empty because it's deeper than that. So only do something like that if you feel called to do so. Because I do not want anybody coming up to me later saying, you told me I'd be happy if I got rid of everything. No, sir. No, ma'am. That's what we ain't going to do. All right? All right. So, moving right along. In Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth, I read this and it resonated with me so deeply until I had to share it with you guys. He says... In becoming less, you become more when you no longer defend or attempt to strengthen the form of yourself. You step out of form with mental self-image. Through becoming less in the ego's perception, you in fact undergo an expansion and make room for being to come forward. Another term for being is present. The true power, who you are beyond form, can then shine through the weakened form. This is what Jesus means when he says, deny yourself and turn the other cheek. This does not mean for you to invite abuse or turn yourself into a victim of unconscious people. 
Sometimes you will have to check people and tell them to get the bleep bleep bloop out of your face. <laughs> My mom says that um, whenever she's telling us a story that includes profanity. Anywho, without the ego's defensiveness, there will be power behind your words, yet no reactive force. What looks like weakness in the eye of the ego is actually strength in the spiritual. So that's how you know if someone is actually grounded um, is the way that they react to certain situations. Um, you or they <laughs> may be operating on a lower frequency if they react. You're on a higher frequency when you respond. So I mentioned earlier that presence is another word for being. Being is a verb. It's what you do. So with that being said, oh, me with the puns, I swear they never stop. All right, let me focus. Let me focus because I want to keep this short, but I also want to help those of you who are really trying to learn. So being in the present moment or the here and now means that we are aware and mindful of what is happening at this very moment. So with that being said, now that you are better familiar with the pain body and the mechanics of the ego, you should now be able to exercise the option of being present whenever you need to respond to triggers. In the stillness of presence, you sense the formless essence in yourself and in the other as one. You've heard the saying, real recognize real. Well, for the sake of this context, I like to look at it as the God in me sees the God in you. When you identify a person with their faults, you are only seeing the ego in them, which in turn strengthens the ego in you. And then boom, you argue and y'all swinging and fighting. So in contrast, being present with the pain body, whenever it tries to take over, it chips away at the negative emotional energy little by little until the ego diminishes. So for the ego to survive, it must make the past or the future more important than the present moment. It sees the present moment as a threat to its existence and will try everything to keep you operating on the lowest frequency for as long as possible. So you in turn now have this responsibility to decide. There goes one of our favorite words again here on the Shawnee View. Decision. Decide. Yep. When you recognize your pain body rising, feel the emotion, but don't identify with it. The first few times that you do this, it, it actually, it doesn't really matter how often or um, how many times you've done this. You're always going to feel that immediate emotion of feeling small because that's that's what the ego, you know. It's egos built off of insecurities, all right? Um, but you're also used to choosing violence <laughs> because it's all you ever really knew. You know, no one ever took the time to explain to you what being the bigger person truly means. So in this, you must make the decision to make the present moment into your friend 
and that will bring about the end of ego. If peace is really what you want, and that's what you say you want, then you will choose peace. Our goal is not to react to unconsciousness, but to always respond. I'm going to end this episode by listing three helpful ways to become present when confronted with challenging people or situations. Number one, think about the past or the future in small dosages. Do not fixate your thoughts and mind on them because everything that ever happened and will ever happen can only happen in the present moment. It is impossible for anything to exist outside of it. Number two, think beyond old solutions to problems. Unlearn the taught dysfunctional behavior. Yesterday's solutions are no longer the right answers for today and certainly not tomorrow. Number three, just breathe. As simple as that, it is impossible to think and focus on your breathing at the same time. You can only do one or the other, but neither simultaneously. You're either concentrating on your breathing or you're thinking outside of that. Okay, well, that's not what we want to do. Anywho, next week, we will be wrapping up the Pain Body Series with part three. So if you like what you hear, please follow, subscribe, like, add, request, comment, and share. Yeah, all of that good stuff. See you this Monday.